0: This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at PlaceToBe Nation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Place to be Nation Wrestling Network. Welcome to the sophomore, the second episode of Who's Next? I am Andy Atherton, one of your co-hosts. And we are back. Yes, we were not canceled after their first episode, amazingly, because we had a great time. And, and mainly, due to my co-host, the Mississippi Mud Pie at Lower Cross. And Logan, we're back for our, our next stint. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think if we might have been on the North-South connection, we might have broken the time barrier. So we might have gotten canceled over there. But uh, I, Scott's a little more lenient on that kind of thing. So we're good.
0: <laughs> yeah. And on the pop thing, it's like, dude, just... Just keep recording until you till you feel like it. That's all I mean. No, it was it was a bit of a lengthy uh, pod. And, and for those of you listening that, that did listen to the whole thing, thank you. We appreciate it. We felt like, you know, we, we want to keep these tight normally. But for our first outing, we really wanted to just kind of go over why we're doing the pod and our feelings on the roster and now we can be more casual about it because, you know, our feelings, our thoughts going in, you know, and, and we, we want these, you know, these are one off episodes. You can just listen here, listen there if you'd like. We'd like you to listen to all of them and all the great pods on the Prediction Wrestling Network. G-plug. But, um, you know, we 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 really wanted to to give uh, a good reasoning for for what we're doing. And now we're going to get really into the uh, to the meat and potatoes, so to speak, with we're going to. Be going over, you know, the shows, uh, the four episodes every month. Talk about, you know, the highlights, the highlights, uh, who we think their stock is up, whose stock is down. And just give general thoughts on anything current NXT at towards the end of the show. So, Sound good, Logan? Sounds great. Let's do All this. So, so we are covering four episodes tonight. The NXT uh, 2.0 or NXT shows from November 1st, November 8th, November 15th, and November 22nd. 2022 so let's go back to four weeks ago we uh on on november 1st we get opening by with with braun breaker doing a promo with pretty deadly and wesley basically all of our nxt title holders uh what'd you think of this this start of this show because i thought you know i i kind of like it when they get all the title holders together especially when you have somebody like wesley this really elevated him And and he he seemed like he belonged, like he, he he, he deserved to be there. What did you think of the promo to start the show?
1: Yeah, I do like when they all get the champions together. I think this kind of semi-exposed breaker is not being super great on the mic. I feel like he was kind of lost with the other guys, like Pretty Deadly's r- super confident on the mic and stuff like that. But I really enjoyed the segment overall. I just think, you know, may- maybe he could, this is a spot where he needs to be put in to get more comfortable doing this kind of thing. But for uh, for an overall uh, perspective, I thought it was pretty good. And it, like you said, it made Wes seem uh, really important, kind of putting him out there with Braun and the uh, kind of really established Pretty Deadly tag team So. I
0: yeah. It. yeah, pretty deadly who's very character based, so they're they're just comfortable being goofballs. Yeah, and Braun is more of a, a speak with his actions type. Mm-hmm. And also hopefully avoid, you know, talking like his uncle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and then we get to a Grayson Waller versus R a Truth match, which was basically full of comedy spots, uh effective rest holds. But you know, the the story to take away from from here is you know the injury to our truth because it was i i mean it it was hard to tell uh in real time because of the picture in picture but uh i i i i was wondering where they were going to go with this because truth is a guy that seemed to be getting on tv a little more even though they kind of got rid of the 24-7 title and you know, we all know Vince loved Truth because he made him laugh, but he's he's a guy that you could put anywhere and get people over the crowd still loves him. And, you know, the guy is pushing 50 and in great shape. I I don't remember him ever having a, a really bad injury for a long time. Uh, what you what do you think of, of Truth's like run of late and, and the effect this injury could have?
1: Yeah, he, he's kind of a guy that you can plug in any segment, uh, get get some good comedy out of him. And he can put together a pretty good match. I mean, like you said, he's pushing 50. But, I mean, he looks the same that he did probably 10 years ago, maybe a little bit older. But, um, but yeah, it, it's rare to see him have an injury like this. So, uh, yeah, he's been kind of an iron man for the last decade and a half uh, for WWE and for even more before that with TNA. He was always around. He hardly ever went out. So seeing him go down this injury is kind of rough. And, you know, like you said, he was starting to be a little bit more featured on all of the programs, really, um, but he was coming down here to kind of have this little uh, little program with Grayson Waller, and I think it did gr- Grayson a good bit of – gave him a good bit of help. I, like I said in the f- previous episode, I feel like any time there's like a main roster guy that may not be staying down there, like Apollo Crews obviously – uh, is down there for for the long haul it seems. Uh, but if they throw like an AJ down there, it seems like they always put him with Grayson. So I think they obviously trust Grayson to have like you know semi good match and pull out a good segment with some of these guys. So um, I thought it did some good for him, but I you hate to see Truth go down uh, with the injury.
0: Yeah, Truth Truth is a guy like his character. You could just say like, so we're here on Monday Night Raw. No no Truth we're we're at NXT. My bad. <laughs> like, it just goes with it. Like, you don't have to even explain it. And, yeah, he, he can go in the ring. He's he's a guy that is tremendous on the house shows also. It, it really pumps the crowd up when you're, like, you know, you're sitting there watching some glorified squashes and things like that. You, it's not TV. And then you get Truth coming out, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, it, it really just puts an energy in the room. And And the guy's been here forever. And I still, when I hear his music, I still pop. Oh so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, you could definitely tell that they've got big plans for Grayson Waller at some point. And Waller also, you know, he had to kill a lot of time while they were trying to figure out this injury thing. Mm-hmm. So he did, uh, you know, he he held his own in the ring. He had a you know a promo which was which was fine. I mean, but yeah, the guy the guy uh, you know needs seasoning still, but you know he'll he'll I, I see him in the next not six to nine months maybe uh coming up but we'll talk we'll talk about that later then we get schism out for an interview some good character building for ava rain uh they all get to speak i i look i really like schism i love the music mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it it's uh it, you know it's and it's different from why family you know mm-hmm. why family was like a good old-fashioned like cult it was like, you know, follow me, follow. This is kind of like a movement, so to speak. It, mm-hmm. it, I I don't know. It's it it's it's more um it's it's more city, I guess. Than, than like Why well, Family was kind of country to me. Mm-hmm. You, know what, you know what I mean? Like it was the more southerness to that. This is a, a more of a of a you know inner city cult. I guess. So to speak. <laughs> what do you what do you think of this? Because we just gotten the reveal. Uh, yeah. Of Ava Rain, so she got to speak. Everybody gets to speak, and I, I do like that. You know, Gacy is the is the leader, but everybody gets equal time, which is sets also sets it apart from from the Wyatt family, which we didn't hear Harper and Rowan speak for like the longest time. And when they did, it was yeah, it was okay. I mean, you know, Harper was playing his character, Rowan is you know Rowan, uh, but these guys, you know, the the grizzled young vets, you know, schism. They were they were good talkers to begin with, and partnering Ava Rain with them is only going to do her a world of good. But what you, do what'd you think of uh, Schism here?
1: Yeah, you can't take the mic away from Rip Fowler too long, uh, the former uh, yeah. Grizzled Young veteran. So, um, But yeah, I thought this was really good. Uh, Schism's one of those that's going to have to grow on me. Uh, I, I just haven't really connected with Gacy the whole time, but I'm hoping uh, through this project and through just watching regularly, uh that they'll uh, kind of get there um but i thought Ava rainson is super confident in everything she said uh she seems like she's got a knack for doing this uh kind of like her dad did i'm sure um but um yeah it, this was this is a little different than the white family like you said cuz it's more about the whole group and not more like uh, they're doing Wyatt's bidding or whatever like that So, I mean, they may be doing Gacy's bidding But it's it's a it's a group effort And it's all about togetherness And like you said, the the theme music's awesome The whole, uh like, tree uh, roots thing That they mm-hmm. have in their entrance now With the mask and all that's really cool So uh, I think mm-hmm. this one may grow on me But uh, we'll see where it continues to go from here
0: Yeah, like, the Wyatt family is more of a Believe in the man And this is more of a believe in the movement mm-hmm. And exactly. that's how I kind of, I kind of feel, yeah all right, mm-hmm. so uh, we have a little backstage thing with uh, Javier Bernal, who I'm down on. I, I just this guy, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I haven't seen enough of him in the ring, and I I think his his backstage skits, they you know, are, they're not doing him any favors. And we got a uh, Enofi and Blade outside of HPK's office. Odyssey Jones returns. Is tells, you know, Bernal that uh, they're wrestling later, and then we also our backstage indie gets into it with Zoe uh teasing a uh, a heel turn from indie so uh what what are your what's your opinion on on Javier Bernal and and kind of the indie stuff we are starting to see from Indy, which we all which kind of goes through all four episodes mm-hmm.
1: yeah Javi, uh the backstage comedy skits uh they're they're kind of funny but they're not like super hilarious like they think they want it to come off as yeah. uh he's he's another one of those uh level up kind of mainstays he's a he's a main eventer there i guess i'll say um he has a lot of matches down there um but it's good to see odyssey jones back uh you know he immediately came in in that prospects tournament and uh, kind of got hurt right after that so it's good to see him back in the fold um and the whole thing with indy hartwell i think it gives her uh kind of something to latch on to she i think she's kind of been aimless since the way kind of went away when gargano and uh Candice, uh, left for a while, uh, now they're obviously both on Raw, but she seemed kind of aimless for a while, so this kind of gives her a little bit of a character, something they'll kind of latch onto, uh, if she ends up turning heel, or if they just kind of fires her up more as a baby face, um, we'll kind of see where it goes, but, um, I, I like it for her direction. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do like, Indy is somebody that's been there long, so long, that, uh, they need to, like, kind of do something with her, I mean, mm-hmm. they had her with Persia, and then you had the the whole, you know, mass uh, releases, and Persia was one of them. Who I, was, I wasn't I was high on Persia, but I kind of liked them as a team. Yeah. Uh, she was somebody that needed a lot of work. Uh, I hated the couples thing, by the way, who was the hottest <laughs> couple. I, I, I don't yeah. like that. I thought it was stupid. Um, But I like her. I mean, look, I could even see her, you know, maybe jo- being, you know, if, if they're going to be down there for a while, adding her to Toxic Attraction. And making her like like the enforcer, which is something they're missing. You know, they they basically have the uh you know because I mean, Arn Arn Anderson is the enforcer, but he was not never really, this wasn't always the enforcer like Wyndham. He was like that big guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's what they're that's what they're missing. Like because you have the tag team, you have the single star. You need that like big bigger you know size person to to kind of be the the, Bruiser, the driver. Yeah. Yeah, the bruiser kind of thing, and I think Indy could really be do well in that and get a little bit of a rub from the rest. Although she has come a long way, she she was, you know, a couple of years ago was where a lot of these these girls are now. So so the system does work, and and when you're talented, it does it does show. All right, so we get Thea Hale versus Kiana James. Uh, they do reference a member of Chase U being gone, talking about Bodie, which we talked about in the last episode. Duke Hudson debuts as a member. We get some good character work from both. Thea is the perpetual underdog. Kiana has a mean streak. Duke tries to cheat but gets berated by Andre Chase, and then it ends with Charlie Dempsey attacking Chase and gets run off. Um, all right. So, so what are your thoughts on this match, and as well as Duke Hudson joining Chase? You, uh,
1: I think it's a good direction for. Uh, Duke, uh, I think the whole Chase you thing is a good, good set, a mm-hmm. good segment. Usually every week, I think it's pretty funny. I think the, they uh, usually put out something pretty well. I'm not super sold on Thea so far. I think she's pretty green. Uh, the like main, maniacal, like excited little little uh, girl that's super excited to be part of a team or whatever. Uh, it's kind of grating sometimes, but uh, maybe it's another one that'll grow grow on me. Uh, Kiana James with the whole you know CEO of the business. She buys all of the She tries to buy all the things, but nobody wants to sell anything to her Um, is a is a good gimmick. And I think it could go places. But uh, that's another one. Couldn't one just kind of wait and see as well. Uh, Pretty basic match. um, But I I thought both girls did pretty well in this one. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I, I think Thea is like she's like that little like yip, yip dog. Mm -hmm. You know, that that, that does, like, come on, let me in, let me in, come on, come on, come on, come on, like, 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 (laughs) it thinks, like, they're, like, ten times bigger than they are. I do like Keanu James. Her character work is really coming along. Her ring work still needs to, to move forward a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Duke Hudson wasn't really doing anything. Yeah. uh, So they needed, uh, and if they, you know, they're getting rid of, like, the, uh, the A pupil, so to speak, they need another, somebody to replace them. And I think it's good. It builds to, you know, the eventual turn down the line. Mm -hmm. and you know, does both guys uh, well or good. I mean, they have a a catchphrase, you know, teachable moment that that they they, they lived off of. And and, and Chase U is starting to grow on me because at first I was kind of like, on this, but now I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you look at Dean Douglas, you look at Matt Stryker, not a best track record with uh with these kind of gimmicks. But you know, it, it is working with the whole student section and things like that. They're 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 sticking with it basically. They're not they're 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 like, Okay, we're gonna we're gonna keep working this and see where we go. And we get a, a, a what do you think of Charlie Dempsey uh coming in? Um and We I- we do get a, a really good promo from uh you know at uh you know in a, in a few episodes but what do you think of uh, of him coming in and uh attacking uh Andre Chase mm, yeah
1: you know being regal's kid you're all automatically excited uh knowing <laughs> the fact that he came from that kind of a, a, of a bloodline but um uh he's had a few matches or I've seen a good bit of his matches from NXT UK and even he had a match with Andre Chase before that I thought kind of surprised me in uh, a little bit I, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was but um, it actually ended up being a pretty solid match. so I'm I'm really excited to see him come in and kind of start working with a lot more of these guys. So I'm I'm excited to see him uh, work with uh, the rest of the roster. Yeah.
0: OK. So then we get a promo with Briggs and Jensen and Fallon Henley. Fine. For the most part, I mean, you know, we're not going to break down like every promo and everything. We're just going to mm-hmm. go through and Then we have Odyssey Jones versus Javier Bernal, which is a good return match for for Jones. Bernal bumped well for him. Uh, what did you think of this uh, this match uh, in Odyssey Jones's return?
1: Yeah, this is obviously to put over Odyssey Jones, uh, kind of as his comeback first match for uh, after his big big knee injury that he had. Uh, you know, Javier got his spots, but it was it was mostly a squash by uh, Big Odyssey in this one, and I, I think he showed out pretty well. Uh, another guy I'm interested to see going forward, and he kind of did a black hole slam that uh, Abyss used to do in TNA, so I thought I thought that was a pretty cool finish. All
0: right, cool. All right, so then we go to Mandy with Gigi and JC. They're doing a pro a really good promo and they get interrupted by Alba Fire and she ends up taking out Gigi. Uh you know, it, it this is the start of a of a nice uh you know, three-week storyline
1: mm-hmm.
0: for for Alba Fire and um uh what's you call it? Called? And um Mandy. For Mandy and we get some highlights also here for the huge year that Mandy had which really, you know, 18 months ago if you told me Mandy Rose was going to be this Long reigning NXT Women's Champion and have great matches and be you know almost Roman Reigns esque you know leading a faction here that has been you know kind of the uh, the Mean Girls of of NXT I I would have been like you're nuts <laughs> but uh, so what do you think of uh, of this uh, where Mandy you know does her like promo and you know Alba starts uh, taking slowly taking out members of uh, of the faction to get to Mandy.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um. Yeah. I, I was. Uh. I like the whole sort of celebrating the year as the champion. Uh. They didn't exactly land exactly on a year for the, uh. For the celebration, it was like five days afterwards or something like that. But uh, they were celebrating basically that she had been champion for a whole year, and that's awesome to see. Uh. It's awesome to see that they've gotten behind her and stuck with her for this long. It really makes her championship rain me seem really important and it's gonna uh make the eventual whoever ends it be a real big deal when it does happen um but i do like that alba uh quickly started trying to pick off uh eat by each week as we go on uh toxic attraction members so she could have mandy to herself uh when the title match comes
0: all right and then we get uh apollo cruz with a promo um which is, I thought it was, I thought it was actually pretty good. He gets interrupted by Von Wagner, another guy who's starting to grow on me. Uh-huh. And then we get a Scripps uh, promo. Uh, who is Scripps? Who, who? Wh- what were your, th- what were your thoughts on on Scripps at this moment? Because uh, I was like, is is this like the retribution? Is this we going back to the person who was like the uh, the hacker? I mean, mm-hmm. what, what what direction are we going to go in here?
1: Yeah, I, I really haven't been able to figure this one out because they were kind of showing uh, promos for uh, T-Bar, T- I guess we'll call them. You know, they've been burning the mask and all that kind of stuff. So I wasn't sure if they were one and the same or if they were separate because they kind of were showing them at the same time. But they were kind of talking about the same thing, talking about like justice and that they were going to get even and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't know if it was going to end up being one and the same, obviously, as we'll get into the episodes Uh, That's not the case, Uh, but I I, I was really interested to see who this was going to end up being. But as we'll get into it, it was not at all what I was expecting. Yeah,
0: I was. uh, Yeah, I was. I was like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll
1: get into it, but that one's going to have to grow on me for
0: sure. (laughs) uh, Indy Hartwell versus Zoe Stark. Um, I thought it was a fine match. I wrote in my notes, Zoe going to turn heel probably on Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I'm being dead honest. I wrote it live. I didn't oh. go back. Like, sometimes you know we can't always watch these live, and we go back and we we do the notes. So kind of sometimes we know the results. We're just going to like kind of like you know. uh But this I I I, I swear. I mean, look, I've I've been watching wrestling since I was 14. That's 30 something, 35, 36 years. So I've seen be, I mean, I've been. I mean, this is be my first rodeo, Countway. <laughs> What?
1: I said, you're bound to get one right every now and then, right? Yeah.
0: What's the what's the while. Hey, I called the Roddy turn years ago, and I'm still I'm still riding that uh, that train. So, uh, yeah. What do you think of the indie uh, Zoe match?
1: Uh, I thought it was a pretty good back and forth match. Um, you, you could tell that one of these girls was gonna probably go heel eventually, but I, I won't say I called it like you did. Um, but you could see a little bit more of the heel tendencies throughout the match from uh, Zoe as she kind of. Did some underhanded stuff throughout the match, and, you know, Nikita had to kind of back her off with it, but uh, Stark kind of ended up kicking her in the face and uh, hitting her with a big clothesline and taking the victory. So um, you could see there's a little bit of Hillish tendencies a little bit more out of Stark. So you could maybe see that coming, but you never know. It might just be her frustration with not uh, winning the tag titles the previous week. So, but
0: Yeah. Had she been a man, this is where she would grow facial hair. Yeah. You know, that's like facial hair is always like a good – you know, give away usually for a heel turn mm-hmm, on Star Trek. They just whip a goatee on Spock. Um, so then we get Va- Valentina and Sanga in the back there interrupted by Veer. And, uh, you know, I like Valentina and I can't remember her tag. They were starting to get a little bit of a of a, a momentum there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sanga, I thought, was kind of there. I mean, he hadn't really been doing anything for all. I think bringing Veer back down was like the best move. Uh, you can mm-hmm. definitely tell how they're being portrayed and, and we'll get to them a little bit more uh, as we go through uh, this month of programming. But you could definitely tell they're not. Vince is not. This is not Vince. Stuff. Like Vince would have, you know, ha, the fear we got from Vince was, you know, the savage, the the who, the, the you know, the just beating the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. These guys are a little more refined. This is a, definitely from what I understand. It's a Shawn Michaels thing mm-hmm. where he's presenting them as aristocratic so to speak Mm -hmm. uh, when they're outside the ring inside the ring though they do they do uh, you know get uh, brawly and and Mm -hmm. can be like uh, you know badasses but they're not these like just presented as like basically like Indian versions of Samoans Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so uh, what do you think of uh, of Veer uh, returning to NXT and and starting to uh, try to rekindle? You know, because we get the you know because Sango was a face basically, and you get Veer, and he's you know he's trying to to turn him back to to partner with him. It's like do I do what's right? Or do I do with my friend? Right? That's the kind of thing where Sango is going to wrestle with over the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, 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 I do like the little sophisticated touch that they kind of gave them didn't make them just the crazy savages like you kind of said. Kind of like the, you know, the some the Indian version of the of the Samoans or whatever, but uh, they'll be brutes in the ring, they'll throw people around, they'll uh they'll use their power to their advantage for sure, but um it's nice to see that they have a little bit of character outside of that and then you kind of slowly I do like though they've kind of slowly turned sanga to the point where they're going to be a team and they're gonna uh, they're gonna I think we'll talk about it as we go on, but I think they're going to go after the Creeds. Uh, they've already attacked them uh, previously, but mm-hmm. it seems like we're setting up a match going forward uh, with them. And Eulisa Leon is uh, Valentina's yeah. partner. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I was I was starting to, to to dig on them. Like I was like okay, because mm-hmm. you know we need more tag teams. Like they, mm-hmm. they, they they have to be a tag team. No more. I, I don't like put together tag teams, mm-hmm. you know, especially like title holders and things like that, 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 that's something I've never really been a fan of, mm-hmm. but you know, hopefully she's not out for, for too, too long and mm-hmm. we get uh, them back together. So then we get Cora Jade versus Valentina Faraz It's a quick match. I do kind of love Cora Jade and this heel mean girl mm-hmm. gimmick. Uh, I am, I am kind of uh, digging it. Uh, what, what do you think of uh, Cora right now?
1: I think she's doing some great stuff. I think the heel character definitely fits her. I think she was more of a heel on the uh Indies as well, so I think this is kind of her natural uh place that she'd like to be. And you know, the match uh Valentina wanted I think she wanted sanga to come out to the ring with her cuz they'd kind of be buddies before this. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was kind of upset that she didn't come with her. Um and that kind of played into her, you know, she wasn't all into the match at the same time, so Cora was able to take take advantage of that, you know, use some underhanded tactics and eventually uh, win the match. But I, I like where Cora's is going, and I hope she continues to be prominently
0: featured. Yeah, and then we get Wendy Chu making the save as well when was going to beat down Faraz. So that's building to something. Um, you know, uh, like I said, Wendy is a really good wrestler with a crappy gimmick. Mm-hmm. I think I think if they could package, I mean, they have started to like kind of change her look a little bit but they Mm. have to keep changing it i think not drastically though just Mm -hmm. just just change it like because she she's not gonna be taken seriously on the main roster Mm
1: -hmm. like
0: if she goes to raw smackdown with that with what her current gimmick it's gonna be like what what are we doing here um so i do i do like to see um uh you know i I like to see wendy and cora you know coming up Mm. well Then we get to uh, Tony and Stax backstage. Electra comes back after being passed over, basically, for Zelina Vega with uh, (laughs) like a the Phantasma's move up to the main roster. Then we get our main event for the night. We get Braun uh, Breaker and Wes Lee versus Pretty Deadly. I thought it was a really good match. Kamala Hayes interferes. And we get Von Wagner uh, attacking uh, Braun as well. And we get Apollo... I can't even read my own handwriting. Apollo, something with Apollo at the end of the show. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apollo and JD kind of look at the screen and
0: uh, yeah, okay, he says he's right. the
1: next contender. And that's Apollo what I
0: thought, yeah. Shoots
1: yeah. back at him, so. Um, yeah. Hmm.
0: But yeah, this a match.
1: But yeah, I thought this was a great match. I thought uh, featuring all the champions, uh, showing what all they could do uh, was really great. Uh, obviously, you kind of thought probably Breaker and Lee weren't going to win the tag titles. But it's good to... Uh, Put pretty deadly in a prominent position like that to show what they can do with the top stars, obviously in in the in the promotion. Um, but yeah, you know this you knew this one was going to end in uh, some interference. So Carmelo coming out to kind of mess with Wes obviously makes sense, and uh, they, that kind of gets him pinned by the tag champs. Um, and then Vaughn comes out and tries to take out uh, Braun Breaker as well, and uh, was successful. Um, and like you said. Uh, Apollo and JD are kind of fighting over who's going to be the next uh, NXT title contender, uh, and they'll have a match in one of the next episodes coming up. So um, those are a couple of interesting matches and feuds going forward that uh, we'll talk about.
0: Yeah, yeah, they they, they laid the groundwork for the next few episodes. It's not just, you know, one and dones. Mm, Exactly, yeah. All right, so then we go to the next show, which was on November 8th. We got schism opening the show, and we got Joe Gacy versus Cameron Grimes, and Gacy wins after Ava interferes, and this pretty much closes the uh, the book on the uh, Cameron Grimes uh, Joe Gacy schism feud. What what do you think of uh, the match, and and are you glad that it's uh, over?
1: Yeah, this is one that I, I I'm kind of glad is over. Um, it. You know, I, like I've said, I'm not huge on Gacy, but I think he looked pretty good in the ring here. I'm glad he kind of got out of the, like, youth pastor uh, <laughs> priest get-up that he had on before. You know, he had, like, the whole get-up uh, and matches before. He's back in the tights and, like, the knee pads and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I I enjoyed that little uh, outfit change. Um, Grimes is great. Um, he can pretty much bring up whoever uh, he's in the ring with. Uh, but I think this is kind of maybe the... Point where he exits NXT, I think this is kind of a good way to write him out. Um, obviously, it took every member of Schism to take him out and help Joe win the match. Um, it makes them uh, look important going forward. But like I said, I think this is kind of Grimes uh, goodbye.
0: Yeah, it was a swan song. Definitely uh, loses a feud, and it's time for him to uh, to move on. There's nothing else for him to accomplish. Darien, I, I, you know, I, I haven't watched Impact as much as I, I would have liked to. Because it wasn't on like easily findable on on my cable mm-hmm. systems and things like that, and I do remember him over there, and mm-hmm. I thought he was pretty damn good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I forgot what his name was.
1: Uh, Trevor Lee.
0: There. Trevor Lee. Yeah, I thought I really did. Like I, I recognized him when he showed up in NXT. I'm like, okay, I know this guy, and I think he's solid in the ring. Uh, mm-hmm. I think his character work has gotten better, so he's going to be somebody. Uh, I, I I we'll see him on the main roster uh, before too long. All yeah. Right, yeah so for then, sure. then, then we go backstage, we got Axiom, Nathan Frazier, and J.D. McDonough. And we go to Carmel Hayes in the barbershop. And then we have a Scripps interview, interrupting with a message. So basically just a lot of character stuff as we get through. Anything of note you want to mention in these uh, three spots here?
1: Uh, J.D. was just his normal creepy self, just kind of talking about how much he's going to hurt Axiom in their match later. So uh, not much other than that.
0: All right. All right, so then we go to Saul Ruka versus Electra Lopez. We get a new presentation for Electra with a video and her tights have changed. We got Electra winning, and we get Indy jumping her after the match, who's also starting to show a heel turn a little bit. Um, I I do like Saul Ruka. Uh, I think she's green, but she's got talent. She's she's athletic. I I think she she's kind of a little like Tiffany Stratton esque. Uh, but I see her, you know, give her some time and she's going to be really good in the ring. The character stuff, the surfer girl, it's fine for NXT. I don't know if it's got legs or not. And Electra Lopez, I like to see what, what we can get from her in this, in this repackage. And so what are your thoughts on, on this match?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sol, uh, I think you know. I think she was previously a cheerleader at uh, university. Mm-hmm. I think she's one of those like WWE NIL people that they kind of signed uh, mm-hmm. out of uh, out of college. Obviously, um, but she obviously has the athleticism. Uh, she can get up and jump around and can do all the crazy acrobatics that, uh, that she can pull out throughout the matches. But yeah, Lexa is the kind of the focus here. Uh, this is mostly a squash, but Soul Sol gets a little bit of out, offense here and there. But this is kind of to put Electra over in her new character or her new being by herself uh, kind of character. So um, it, it was a good kind of show out for her. And then another uh, featuring of uh, Indy uh, in the brawl afterwards. Uh, so maybe we'll get a match between them uh, going forward. But I'm interested to see where uh, all three of the three of those girls really go going forward. Uh, Soul, like you said, is kind of green. Um but I think she'll kind of she'll eventually get into it and maybe maybe she'll turn heel uh, at some point and kind of go away from the surfer character. But I think it could work for her as a face for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm okay with her right now. And actually, we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit. She does. Uh, I think her her match she has a couple episodes later is really solid, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really did I really did uh enjoy that match actually. And Electra, you know, she she really was never given that much of an identity on her own. She was mm-hmm. pretty much thrown in Legato, so hasn't had a chance to establish herself as as anything yet. So I like I really would like to see her uh on her own and, and see uh, see how she does. And mm-hmm. we get uh JC Jane and Mandy Rose doing a FaceTime, and we get JC taken out by Alba Fire, which continues the theme of uh you know started with last week we're taking on Gigi, uh and we also have a, a chase you uh, thing backstage and we're leading up to Andre Chase versus Charlie Dempsey, and Duke Hudson is ringside with with Thea, uh, Tia however you say it, um and then we get a. You know the match is going, and Dempsey's basically beating the snot out of him. But Andre is one of those plucky guys that like you can beat him up so much, but he just doesn't give in. You yeah. basically have to like knock his ass out to like beat him. And Duke and ends up throwing in a towel to save uh, Andre Chase. Get, a, not I'm not going to compare it to to Owen getting Helen to throw in the towel, but <laughs> we get we get similar. It's a similar vibe there. Uh, so what do you think of uh you know the. The taking out of JC Jane and then the Andre Chase versus Charlie Dempsey match with Duke uh, caught, you know kind of uh, you know costing the match, whether he was trying to cost him the match or whether he was trying to save him or not.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the um, I like the whole taking out of J.C. and the uh, I think like mall parking lot or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, Alba came up, acted like she was a cop, like flashing lights and stuff like that. But I thought it was a good way to uh, kind of take out another member of Toxic Attraction, so Alva next week could have uh, Mandy all off in the Last Women's Match. They're gonna have um, and the you know the Dempsey uh, Chase match was just a, a storyline progression uh, to kind of show. Um, whether it's fake or whether it's real that, uh, Duke Hudson really cares about Andre chase and doesn't want to see him get hurt worse than, uh, or as much as Charlie Dempsey could probably hurt him. And he, you know, he, he could be faking it. It could be just all phony and, uh, we'll, we'll probably figure it out wh- where he's going eventually, but, uh, right now he seems really dedicated to chase you and doesn't want to see his, uh, new teacher get uh, taken out. So, uh, it was a good little storyline progression.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then we get uh, Fallon Henley apparently has a bar now, and that's that's, that's <laughs> going to be her gimmick. We get uh, Hank Walker, who was a security guard, I guess, uh, versus yeah. Channing Stacks Lorenzo. It was fine. Two guys that like I don't really care much about put on like yeah. a match. I I didn't even write anything in my notes. I was kind of like, yeah, I never, you really know. Uh, this should have been on Elevate or <laughs> Level Up, whatever it was called. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is straight off, level up. Uh, this definitely has been a match on there before. So yeah. um, probably just to get these guys in front of a bigger audience and uh, kind of show what they could do. But nothing, nothing spectacular.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do think they need to add uh, somebody else to Tony's uh, crew. I think his crew yeah. needs to grow a little bit now. You know, we lost, uh, you know, Two Dimes, who's over there, actually in AEW now. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think we got to find a couple of uh, Italian-looking kids to uh, to throw in there. You know what I mean? we uh, get. Yeah, then we get the Grayson Waller effect with Von Wagner and Braun Breaker. Typical, you know, it's like it's a it's like a Miz TV. It's like cutting edge, whatever. Let's put two people that are that are feuding are going to fight, and let's have them like you know talk shit about each other and then end up fighting, which is really what we yeah. get. Then we get a Cora Jade promo on Wendy Chu that is going to lead us into a match. So what what do you think of uh you know the whole thing from? From Fallon Henley, giving her a little bit more to her character, we get uh, you know the Walker versus uh, Stacks, and we get Grayson Waller, and then we get the JD promo. Anything of note that you like to stay on that stuff?
1: Um, yeah, I like the uh, giving Fallon a little bit more of a character. You know, the bar owner that uh, hangs out with Briggs and Jensen all the time. I think that gives her a little bit more of a character. Like we were talking about, the Walker Stacks match was just. You know, kinda of to get the guys on TV, kinda of get uh Tony D'Angelo out there on commentary. Um nothing spectacular there though. But uh the the Grayson Waller effect, um Von Wagner has that damn lisp that I just can't mm. get past. So anytime he tries to act tough I'm just like you know, it's the same problem I always had with Jack Swagger, Jake Hager, whatever you want to call him. I, <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't take him seriously because anytime he opened his mouth, it was just like, nah, I'm good. Um, but Breaker, I thought, sounded much more confident in this one. I thought he was a lot better in this segment on the mic. Uh, he actually uh, he actually at one point says, Apollo Crews, there, I said your name. Are you happy now? Because – Apollo Crews has been acting like he's ducking him and, you know, avoiding him and doesn't want to have a match with him. So I thought that was a pretty good line by Braun there. And then, you know, uh, Cora saying she isn't scared of Windy Chu, uh, obviously, is going to set up a match between them two weeks. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that one's all about.
0: Yeah. Then we get uh, J.D. McDonough versus Axiom. And McDonough basically beats the living crap out of him. <laughs> I, I you know what I gotta say, I am a little I was a little familiar with him. I, I did watch NXT UK from time to time. Uh I I think he's a guy that's gonna do well on the main roster. He he he's he's kinda like um oh gosh, I had I had I had it in my head earlier today too when I was thinking about it. Um what's his face? The High Flyer in the Nexus. Um
1: uh, Justin Gabriel.
0: Yeah, he's like Justin Gabriel but like with a shit ton more personality. <laughs> that, that's that's how I kind of like reminds me of like he's just he he's plays that batshit crazy guy and he's damn good in the ring I I think I he's a guy that you know he may not win any a major title like yeah he was the cruiserweight champion or light heavyweight champion whatever he was but he's he's a guy that like on the main roster he's gonna he's just gonna take off I think uh, what what do you think of this and of course they put axiom out, uh, out of action for a bit um, so what do you think of this match.
1: No, it really featured and uh, showed how great uh, McDonough is. I, I think he's one of the he's going to be one of the better uh, technical wrestler guys in the in the next you know decade. I think he'll be uh, really featured on the uh, well on the main roster once he gets there. But I think he'll do what he needs to do here uh, and maybe win a few titles uh, before he's gone. Um, but yeah, I think he's great. I think he's one of my favorite guys uh, week to week watching. And um, I'm hoping kind of. Uh, that Axiom's taken out Maybe he'll go back to just being a kid hoping uh, <laughs> the gimmick may die a little bit Because uh, other than the um, kind of weird You know, entrance that's kind of cool Other than that, I'm kind of out On uh, Axiom so far
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be a little bit of a theme With another gimmick later on, too um, <laughs> Yeah, so we we got An Apollo Crews promo on NXT Champion We get Brutus Creed Versus versus uh, Damon. Kemp, anything of note in the uh, Brutus Creed-Damon Kemp match? Uh, This was just to kind of –
1: it wasn't even really a match. It was like a five-minute challenge, Uh, just kind of Julius won the ambulance match at uh, TakeOver, and this kind of won Brutus five minutes in the ring. Uh, with Damon, because Damon kind of turned on Brutus in the match, yes. uh, to cost him a tag team title, so um, he eventually gets a chair and just beats the crap out of him with it, so it was a good way to kind of put this, uh, shut the door on this storyline, and kind of lead into the end uh, of sheer uh, Sangha and uh, Veer uh, feud going forward, because they cut a promo afterwards.
0: Mm-hmm. Alright. Then we get a, a, a Diamond uh, Dijakovic promo, uh, burning them the mask some more. Uh, we get Indy and Roxanne backstage, still teasing a heel turn for for Indy. Then we get the NXT Women's Tag Team Title match with Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark versus Keaton Carter and Katana Chance. Uh, we get Carter and Chance they retain, and as pretty much predicted, Zoe turns on Nikita. We uh, you know pretty much saw that coming. I was just I was just waiting for it to happen. Uh, what were your thoughts on the match, and what were your thoughts on the heel turn?
1: yeah as much as you kind of kind of see the heel turn coming i think throughout the match Zoe we played it pretty well because even when when in the whole finishing stretch where uh she almost runs into nikita and almost punches her uh and nikita then kind of pushes her out of the way so she can take the brunt of the attack that uh, carter and chance kind of throw towards her uh it seemed like uh zoe was kind of genuinely felt for nikita and that she was like oh my gosh she just saved me and you know uh now now i need to kick their ass and win the match for us but uh yeah i thought the i thought the whole match was well worked uh you know it was it was an nxt women's tag team title match uh, carter and chance are never going to have a bad match it may not be all time or anything like that but they're always really good in the ring uh no matter who they face um, but I think it's good to, for uh, Nikita to have kind of a direction going forward, uh, going for Stark uh, to kind of get revenge on her. Um, and I, I think it's an interesting way to go with Zoe. I think, you know, she was kind of aimlessly floating there. And after she kind of lost the, you know, I thought maybe she would win the NXT women's title from Mandy. I'm kind of glad she didn't at this point. But um, she was kind of aimless after that. And they kept throwing her in this tag and definitely tag matches and stuff like that. So it's a good direction for her to kind of go forward. So.
0: Interesting. Yeah, she she, she I, I thought she was good in the ring, but she just didn't connect on a character mm. basis. Like I, I like again, I'm not I and when I make these comparisons, I'm just I'm not saying they're equal, I'm just saying they're similar. Mm. You know, look at Rocky Maivia. Look at Ernest the Cat Miller. You know, you 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 give them some personality, let them let them be a dick basically. Mm-hmm. And and that's you know, where you get to really see them. And I think, you know, Zoe, it was a good thing for her. She needed it. Because she was not over, I'm sorry, with the crowd, which she's like your secret, you know, entrant and the crowd kind of like, eh, you know, like we like her, but yeah, like really kind of thing. Uh, I did like the turn, like you said, uh, you know, Nikita uh, pushing her out of the way, taking the brunt really does. It doesn't, it didn't, you know, make it seem like, you know, oh, I got hit. Now I'm just going to turn on you kind of thing. So I did I did like the way it comes and 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 Carter and uh Katana Chance and King Carter. They're they're like plucky. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 can move, they can uh I, I do love their finisher. Mm-hmm. I do, Absolutely. I do, I do love their finisher they have. So uh yeah, I thought it was a really good episode. Um so we move on to the uh November fifteenth episode, and this opens with Braun and Von Wagner. Uh I really thought this was a fun haas fight. Mm -hmm. Uh, braun hit a nice frankensteiner on uh on von wagner i thought the the finish was a little weak with the spear i think there was a little bit of a botch leading up to that but uh, all in all i i thought it was a fun brawl uh what, what did you think of the this match to start the show
1: yeah you know not not the absolute best breaker uh title defense but it was a good hoss fight like you said i think this is probably one of the best uh Wagner's Wagner's look throughout this whole run. Uh, He even kind of throws Mr. Stone to the ground Mm -hmm. towards the end of the match. So it's kind of – it'll be interesting to see if they kind of stick with them. I hope they do because, like I said earlier, uh, Mr. Stone needs to do the vast majority of the talking in that uh, relationship. But, yeah, it made Braun look like a badass like always. This is the first time he's really faced an opponent that's way bigger in uh, height and you know just body mass than him so it was kind of interesting to see him do that and then obviously like you said they they pulled out the uh, frankensteiner to go back to the kind of old uh, beverly brother steiner brothers uh, situation so um kind of a kind of an homage to their dads in that in that situation but um yeah uh i thought it was really solid uh it made Ron look great and uh that's a, 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 a and you know i wasn't a super big fan of Vaughn getting the title shot here because I don't really think he's really earned it that much, but uh, it's good to see a new guy kind of get a shot.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a fresh matchup. It's something I like to see, and we haven't, you know, Braun's mostly been like you said mostly been facing smaller guys, smaller, quicker guys, and it was good to have him in there with somebody who's who's a big guy that he's really got to, you know, he's got to he's got to wrestle the smaller man match. He's got to be the one that does the quicker moves and flies a little bit, and I thought that was really uh, really good for him. So then we get an Alba Fire promo with a recap of her feud versus Mandy. Then we get a Zoe Stark promo, explains the heel turn. Uh, very, like I said, typical, uh, but but effective. She looks she comes off uh, you know, considerably tougher. She crapped on craps on Nikita quite a bit, praises Mandy, tells off the fans, you know, like typical of, you know, you people suck, you people, you know, you didn't believe in me, and and now I'm I'm gonna be a bad person. Uh <laughs> So what do you think of the Alba and Zoe promos here?
1: I think she's undeniable or whatever <laughs> she yelled. Um, but no, nah, it was pretty good. Obviously, just the beginning of the heel process of her saying, "Oh well, no, none of y'all believed in me. I was always second fiddle to everybody else. So uh, good stuff. I mean, it's just the beginning of uh, her kind of de-evolution into being a bad guy. So um, I thought it was pretty solid to kind of start this thing out.
0: All right. So we get Andre chase asking Duke Hudson about throwing in the towel last week. And Duke says he did so because he was looking out for chase you, which was a good reason. And, you know, I, you know, I believed it, I guess. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Apollo then talks to Braun about challenging him. Then we get an Indus Sheer versus a couple of jobbers. One guy who I swear to God, he was smaller than Alexa bliss. Uh, oh, God! You know, area, <laughs> yeah, which is Viren Sangha, a, uh, a unique tag style where they, when they're tagging each other they're kind of giving each other their uh their biceps which i thought was uh was interesting uh veer I, I i gotta say veer his standing elbow drop is pretty damn cool uh, i i love it it was a solid squash match and then they uh they cut a nice promo about not being respected in america although being loved or beloved in india so what did you think of, uh you know, we had the uh, the Andre Chase with Duke Hudson, we have Apollo, and then we have the In This Year squash match. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole uh, Duke Hudson thing, I thought that was good. Character building, kind of like I was talking about in the previous episode. Uh, it's good to see him uh, give a reason for why he threw in the towel, that he cares about Chase U that he cares about Andre Chase. And then, you know, to build that relationship even more for possibly the eventual uh, not him, not caring about the relationship anymore. Um, but it's good to see that little built uh, built and that he loves the university so much and he just wants to be part of the team. So um, it was good to see that kind of go forward. Uh, Apollo obviously uh, puts out the challenge that he wants to go for the title next. And then in uh, this year, uh, them just chucking around and throwing around these guys was always fun to watch. Um, and I, I'm interested to see. Uh, I'm inter- really interested to seeing them go after the Creed brothers, which I think we'll probably get a deadline. So I'm interested to see that match. So um, definitely looking forward to them.
0: Yeah, I was I was intrigued by them, but then I thought um, I thought uh, Sangha like He was the one that got in a little trouble, right? Because he uh, he posted a, a picture of a a spoiler right uh, on his like instagram or something yeah i think he somebody that, something like that yeah yeah mm-hmm. somebody uh winning a title or something on a tape show so i don't mm-hmm. know if that led to them being split up and beer coming up to the main roster for for a cup of coffee but mm-hmm. um i do i do I'm, I'm glad to see these guys back because i do like them and you always need like a nice brawling haas team i mm-hmm. that that has direction too has a story like you know like they're finally starting to do with the viking raiders like where we're getting mm-hmm. uh you know, more, more character, more direction from them. They're not just guys who, you know, cosplay.
1: Yeah exactly. yeah, exactly. And and this is a good time for the Creed brothers to kind of have somebody that's bigger than them. Cause you know, mm-hmm. they're usually the bigger guys when they have a match. Um, So these two guys uh, match up with them pretty size wise. So uh, that'll be a good match to see. So looking forward to that
0: one. Yeah. We get a, we get a Wendy Chu promo about core. Then we get JD Madonna versus Apollo Cruz. Uh, I thought it was a really good match. We got Apollo with the win. McDonough's one of, the guys, one of those guys, though, that still looks good in defeat. Like, he could take a beating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's just one of those that just, he just kick it. He gets the shit kicked out. Kind of like Andre Chase, but different. Like, Andre Chase is just, he's like, you know, he he just has so much heart. You can't put him down. McDonough's just so batshit crazy that... It's one mm-hmm. of those guys like you get that if you ever got into a fight with at a bar, you want to fight me? You want to fight? Me? You better fucking kill me because I'm crazy. You know that kind of, <laughs> kind of people. Like you just, he's just, yeah. you, you just have to beat him down because he's not going to stop just because he's got a screw loose. So uh, yeah. what do you think of this match?
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I'm gonna get eviscerated for this comparison, but like. And and I don't think we ever saw this version of uh this person uh in WWE cuz he when he was a heel he's kind of more of a goofball but JD remind, reminds me a lot of uh Daniel Bryan actually. I think he's uh really good technically. Um I think he's very good at, at getting his ass kicked at the same time. Uh, so I, I know, I know I'll probably get killed for that comparison, but you know, maybe a young, maybe a young Daniel Ryan, Brian Danielson, whatever you want to call him. Um, I, I think that there, we never got the real cerebral, uh, Danielson that we may have gotten in ROH or stuff like that in WWE, but I think he could be kind of that version of uh, Bryan, uh going forward. I-, I think he's really good. I- obviously, he's not as good as Danielson. I'm not saying that at all. I think he could grow into that. I think he could maybe become that eventually. Um, But I think he's really great. So I'm going to overhype him uh, probably. But yeah, like you said, he looks really good in defeat here. I honestly thought he might win and they might go with Breaker and him again. And maybe this time he actually beats Breaker. But I I obviously uh, know that they've been building this Apollo thing for a while. So um, while I was kind of shocked that JD lost, uh, I'm also not surprised that Apollo won at the same time. So um, but I'm looking forward to Apollo breaker, but I, maybe, maybe if this could have ended in, cause I'm kind of schmozzy fest and this could have been another triple threat, uh, I, I would have been okay with that too, but, yeah. uh, I'm interested to see Apollo and Bronco at it.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think it'll be a good match. Yeah. Look, if anybody's getting killer comparisons, the ones I've made, I'm, I'm going to, one of those going to get, killed. don't <laughs> worry. Trust me. I'll, I'll, I'll be your, uh, I'll be the shield for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> And then we then we get a Mandy interview. Who on this episode she's cosplaying as Nikki Bella, basically. Uh, we get another Javier Bernal promo where he challenges people who can't wrestle. I, I just I just think this is not hitting with me. I, I don't know why. Then we get a North American title contract signing with Wesley and Camaro Hayes. Camarlo, you know, is the goods. Wes is coming along as the plucky underdog champion. Trick Williams annoys the crap out of me, but he he does his job to. Uh, to protect uh mellow and and booker t's there so no shenanigans mm-hmm. so so what do you think of these uh these promos and this contract signing
1: yeah M- mandy with uh nikki bella uh cosplay get pretty called out on uh uh twitter uh, all that night for that uh everybody was calling her mandy bella or bella rose or whatever um you know yeah just another stupid hot, big body hype, uh promo with the list of people that are hurt and i do like his his little back and forth with uh i uh what's the girl's name Mackenzie. the girl interviewers and yeah, McKenzie him and McKenzie have some good chemistry and she kind of shits on him so i enjoy that <laughs> i enjoy that part of it for sure but uh I'm in, I I want whatever they're going to do with this to kind of move forward a little quicker so because uh, I'm not super into it like you are. But the contract signing was really good. I think, um, you know, as much as maybe in the previous episode uh, of the podcast, we may have talked about, you know, we wanted to see Wesley get a little bit elevated and, uh, you know, with winning the championship become uh, at, to the level of the championship. And I think he really uh, did well on the mic here. Uh, he he returned everything. You uh, I mean, Hayes is really good. Uh, he's great overall. He's good on the mic. He's good in the ring. So uh, you're not going to be up to his level yet, but I think he held his own uh, in this one. And I, I kind of liked that it didn't end in violence.
0: Yeah, yeah. We don't have to. Every contract signing, every one of these things doesn't have to end with a <laughs> table getting flipped, somebody going through a table, there being a pure six brawl. It's okay to just talk, use the words. And, you know, I... I mean, I'm sure we're going to differ a little bit. I, I I do like the the respect that they showed Booker basically, you know, because mm-hmm. Booker was the one running the uh, the contract signing. These two guys didn't mess around, and I kind I kind of like that. You know, they they had some reverence for him, whether you know you like him or not as a, as a wrestler as as a personality. I kind of like him. He, he does get grading at times, but I, I do kind of like him. Uh, then we get a Diejack promo, uh, all about his return. We get uh, Odyssey, uh, Malik, and Idris backstage, where we kind of learn about the the meaning of the V neck sweater. And then we get Briggs and Jensen versus the the dyad with the uh, schism uh, back out there. We get great presentation of the schism of schism coming out uh, with you know the different sins. I, I guess seven daily sins uh, on their on their their um, their mass. We get uh, Jagger Reed almost buys it, uh, you know, in the announce table. He nearly misses, uh, you know, getting uh, taking a good one there. And now, Keon James interference with Tatum leads to the loss, which I thought was eh, yeah. I, I mean, look, and it goes with you know Jensen not. I don't know. It, they're trying to make him like a like he's just, you know, he, he can't keep his eyes off the ladies. If anybody gives him attention, and all that he's like that perpetual you know like i don't know certain people we know i'm not going to mention names when you go on certain <laughs> trips and they're hitting on certain everything that that walks around that's what they, they were kind of reminding me of and <laughs> um <laughs> i don't want to say i have you know, no idea you're talking about <laughs> you have no idea what i'm talking about logan but you know that kind of like that kind of guy i mean i thought you know briggs you know looked good in the loss, being a big guy that gets the crap beat out of him and the dyad wins. and I thought it was a good match overall. Didn't love the finish, but uh, you know that's just uh, just because I, I just I just don't like breaks. <laughs> 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 just, I don't like is it no, Jensen. No, Jensen, I, Jensen. I don't know. I confuse it. Yes, Josh <laughs> and, and Brooks Jensen. I don't like Brooks Jensen anyway. Um, so what do you think of uh, you know we had DiJack and we get Odyssey, uh you know, and Malik and Idris, and then we get the, the tag match. What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, Brooks Jensen is modern day uh, Phineas Godwin, uh, looking, looking at anything that has <laughs> yes, uh, <he> boobs. <laughs> looking look at anything that has boobs with like ooh, with the you know big big hard eyes and everything like that. So um, yeah, it, it's kind of goofy to have him kind of be like that. Um, uh, Briggs is obviously more serious and uh, is probably probably the better part of the team. And I know it's trying to trying to build his character, but uh, they they need to do they either need to go full in on that or kind of just make them a serious tag team uh, going forward um but you know i like seeing the dyad get the uh, jagger and uh rip get the get the win but i wish they could have done it in a little less uh controversial fashion i guess um hmm. but the whole, yeah cleaner a little bit but um obviously good to see another uh t-bar die jack uh promo and then um it was good to kind of get the uh origin story of the sweater vest. So I I was, I was happy to hear that uh, that was, that was something that meant a lot to Malik. So, Um, but yeah, just, uh, I would have liked to have seen the match go a little bit cleaner of a finish, but obviously the dyad schism thing, not much that they're going to do going forward is probably going to be very clean, but um, I think they could have beaten these guys clean if you really wanted them to, but yeah, not, not back segments back to back, but would have liked to have seen the match go in a little different direction
0: yeah yeah and it wasn't even that they led to the uh chicanery there it was Keanu james that uh you know led to to the uh, I know, yeah mm-hmm. the 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 odd clean finish so to speak all right then we got Shawn michael's big announcement for a deadline the iron survivor challenge um it it's basically an iron man match but it's got uh like a gauntlet style i guess i'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of a, a it's it's just going to be something like we have to see it in action to to really judge it. I mean, we could talk about all all we want about it. It's they're trying something different, so I'm really curious. We're going to get the announcement uh, on the episode that is uh, airing the day after we record this, so we won't be talking about it for uh, you know another few weeks. But what what are your, what were your thoughts when they when they first announced this Iron Survivor Challenge?
1: Yeah I I like the idea of it it's kind of like the um Mike Lee original scramble matches that you were on uh, unforgiven that one year uh, where they did all the title matches were the scramble matches mm. and uh, it was tw- 25 minutes or whatever, and every five minutes somebody else comes in new. So it's basically that with, like, Iron Man stip. So in that match, the original, if you pinned somebody, you were the champion for as long as you didn't get pinned. And whoever was the champion at the end of the 25 minutes or whatever it was, was, was the undisputed champion. Uh, like, you know, whoever ended up being the quote-unquote champion at the end of the match was the person that would get the belt. Um, but this is kind of that, but with falls, so it obviously you want to enter early so you can get more falls. Uh, you want to be one of the first two people in, I I would feel like, uh, so you can get get that little bit of an advantage on the people coming in later. Um, but it's one, like you said, it's one of those things that you're going to have to see to kind of understand and, uh, maybe see how well it's going to work. But I think those matches back in the day, uh, where, I think that was like, Oh, eight, I think it's a lot of the stuff that they're going through on a uh, place to be podcast right now. So um it's something you're going to have to see in in, in action uh, to kind of see what it's going to look like. But I, oh, and they added the penalty box from the uh, King of the Mountain TNA match. So uh it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they all put it together.
0: Yeah. And plus, it's not just... um the pinfalls and submissions, it's d it's DQs and countouts, so mm-hmm. it's exactly. it, it, it's it's a lot to, to take in. I think <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna I basically just make some popcorn and sit back and watch and see what the hell is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so we get Indy Hartwell versus Tatum Paxley. We got a it was a fine match, good you know win for Indy Paxley. I, I do like her a bit green. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get another scripts promo, and we get Indy and Roxanne backstage, and and Roxanne is questioning Indy. Indy is, uh, you know, starting to be uh, quite a bit heelish. So, yeah, again, yeah, I, I, the only problem I have with with this indie thing that's happening is that it was pretty much going, starting to go concurrent with Zoe, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, we we don't need two people, you know, kind of being heelish week after week and eventually getting that that turn, which I think we're going to get very soon. She's going to, you know, Indy's going to be full on heel, uh, um, in the. The episode again, something else is going to happen after in the episode after that we're covering tonight. So, uh, what were your thoughts on this uh, Indy Harville Tatum Paxley match? An, another script promo, and uh, what's going on between Indy and Roxanne?
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought the match between Indy and Tatum was pretty good. It was kind of a, a feature match for Indy, kind of show what uh, her dominance and what she can do. Uh, you know, obviously, Tatum gets a few shots in here and there but obviously it was a, a way to get Indy uh, more featured and uh, to show off that she's going to be a force to be reckoned with in this division going forward. Um, uh, I, I think Ivy gets involved uh, after the match to kind of get Hartwell to kind of lay off of uh, Paxley at the end, uh, mm-hmm. so it's good to see Ivy get a, a position like that as well. Um, but yeah, the uh, obviously uh, they're going for somewhat of a heel turn, Uh, she's obviously going to get all all angry at (laughs) Roxanne at some point and finally have enough and probably take her out. Um, But, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I kind of wish they hadn't – they kind of could have staggered them a little bit because, I mean, even if they hold off on this for two or three more weeks, it's still really too close to Zoe's turn. So I think they probably could have already gone ahead and maybe done this before Zoe turned and then maybe turned Zoe a little bit later than they did. But uh, it's a little too close together. Uh, for that, and then scripts. Obviously, it's hard to talk about uh, how cool the promos were, knowing where it goes, because uh, <laughs> as we'll talk about in the next episode, I think as we've already kind of alluded to, it's not something we're super high or excited about. So uh, it's 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 interesting. I like how they kind of led to the debut, but um, we'll get into it next episode. Yeah,
0: so we get our, <laughs> our main event. Of the, oh boy! And we got in the main event of this episode. We get Alba. <laughs> Fire versus Mandy Rose in the Last women's Standing title match. Uh, I thought both ladies worked really hard in it. It was a fun match with some really good spots where they used the, uh, you know, the arena and the, uh, you know, the uh, accoutrements around there. Yeah. And and then we get the uh, the 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 ending of the match where we get Alba going up on the ladder. All of a sudden, the camera, you know, we only see the top of Alba and she turns around and there is uh, Ila Dawn uh with interference she spits something in her face and she goes through the table uh, alba that is and mandy ends up retaining i thought it was really good use of uh isla dawn Isla dawn uh debuting here and and her character like even this, like a little inkling we get of of her character i i it was really really good i i honestly thought alba was going to be the one to uh to take the title off of Mandy, but <laughs> I think that ship has sailed mm-hmm. uh, for now. I mean, I don't know how much longer Alba may be down there. I mean, she's somebody that has been around long enough between NXT UK and NXT proper to, to maybe, uh, you know, maybe she'll be around for a few more months at least. Cause we see her, she's about to enter a feud with uh Ila dawn, but what'd you think of this main event and the, uh, and the debut?
1: Uh, Yeah, I thought the debut was really well done. Um, I'm interested to see her going forward and obviously this feud with Alba. I'm, I'm with you, like Alba and 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 again, you say you thought maybe she was going to be the one to beat Mandy. I've been saying that for three or four months at this point, so <laughs> I'm just going to shut up. And <laughs> when they beat her, they beat her, you know. So <laughs> I, I've been saying every every uh, you know NXT special event or whatever, I'm like, oh, this is when they beat Mandy. Oh, this is when they beat Mandy. I keep being wrong. So um, until they do it, I'll just just shut my mouth about <laughs> it. So, um, but yeah, this match was really good. I think it showed a side of Mandy that it usually. We don't usually see she had to dig into the you know a little bit of the hardcore uh areas and a little bit more brawling and fighting style i think she rose to the occasion as she usually does um Alba obviously uh being the veteran uh led her really well as well so uh but you know kudos to both ladies i thought this last me- last woman standing match was really well done and then like i said the the debut was really well done and she's going to be a, a good featured part of the uh women's division going forward i think uh, Isla will be
0: Yeah yeah i thought this was a solid episode solid uh, <laughs> ending of the show mm-hmm. then we get to Oh, oh, last
1: step. One more thing. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, I really like, I, I didn't talk about this earlier, but I really like that they put the, they opened the show with the NXT title match, but it really made the women feel important uh, to the oh, show. Yeah. And it made Mandy and her title reign and Alba as the challenger look even cooler and more awesome that they were in the main event. They got to be the main event. They were the big match. They were the feature match for the episode. So I thought that was really cool how they did that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they. Uh, it's also been some some nice. I don't know if you want to call three weeks long-term storytelling, but they've been building these yeah. these matches. So it's been really, really, uh, really fun. Not a lot of like uh, just throwing together things. It's it's there, there's definitely a storyline that they're putting together for everything. It seems like down there. Okay, so then we go Sorry. to uh, our last episode. We're going to talk about tonight is the NXT from uh, November twenty second. And we got Toxic Attraction opening the show, where Mandy is talking about the Iron Survivor Challenge, where she doesn't get to be in it, but she will learn of her next challenger. We get Gigi and JC calling out the tag champs, which brings out Kaden and Katana, and then a brawl ensues with Kaden and Katana trying to take out all Toxic Attraction and end up getting laid out. So what did you think of the start of the show? Because I... I really did like it and it continues keeping, uh, you know, Gigi and JC in the tag title picture and Mandy mm-hmm. just uh, getting to glow because she earned this. She, she earned, you know, this not necessarily a night off, but like a chance to just be like, I am the woman basically kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really good to kind of end the sh- previous episode with with the title match and her retaining, and then opening it here with her kind of saying, uh, "I did it. I'm I'm still I'm still the best bitch around. Uh, these are my girls. This is this is our NXT, and as long as we're here, we run this show." Uh, I thought it was a really well done that they opened the show with all this and uh, kind of putting JC and Gigi back in that tag tag title division, uh, that tag title chase. Um, you know, obviously, uh, whenever Mandy does lose a title, I think these I think it's going to be a pretty quick uh, transition for them to the main roster, all, all three of them as a group. So um, but it's good to see them still involved with that, at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about Mandy and, and what we think could be happening with her in the next uh, month or two at the end of at the end of the show. Then we get, um, you know, Wesley walking in and we got Tony D talking to him, who is probably setting up to be the next uh North American title challenger. Uh, not sure if how long until he's actually back in the ring because I think he's still injured. So they might be doing some long term storytelling here. Mm-hmm. We get Grayson Wall with Duke Hudson backstage. Grayson basically calling out the bullshit. He he thinks he thinks uh, he doesn't believe Duke for a second. And then we get uh, Cora J versus Wendy Wendy Chu, which was a decent match. You know, Cora with the heel finish, throwing the uh, whatever was in Wendy's. Uh, Tumblr interface, and uh, you know, basically continuing that mean girl thing. And uh, so, what do you think of uh you know uh, the Tony D possibly being Wesley's next challenger? We get Grayson Waller, and Duke Hudson kind of the uh, part of the whole 2.0 class. I guess mm-hmm. these guys these guys have to have a history together because you know not not saying all Australians know each other but you know they probably <laughs> uh, have run in similar circles uh, coming through coming up so they you know they're trying to build a history here and the Cora versus uh, Wendy match.
1: No, yeah, I definitely think Grayson Duke are Bros uh, from mm-hmm. from from growing up together. Uh, obviously, like you said, not every. Uh, not every Australian knows each other, but I, I I have a pretty good feeling that they're buddies backstage. But um, it was good to see kind of Tony D, uh, even though he's hurt, kind of still be featured, and maybe he will go after Wes when he comes back. I don't really know the timetable on his injury either, so um, maybe he'll be back sooner rather than later. But if it's if it's not, maybe it'll be some kind of long term storytelling, like you said. Um, but the match, uh, I thought it was pretty good between when I'm a little higher on Wendy than you are. Um, but Cora was awesome as always. I really did like that somebody finally did use the tumbler uh, to their advantage. <laughs> I, I've always wondered, you know, she brings it out to the ring and it obviously has coffee or, you know, orange juice or milk or something in it. I, I couldn't really tell what it was, but I'm surprised nobody's like used that to, like crack over her head before, or, you know, pour whatever's inside all over. And, you know, after the match she you know, Wendy all has of the makeup and all of her fake eyelashes and stuff like falling all over her face. I I kinda get the feeling that we're coming for a you know, a little bit of a character change, maybe not completely, drastically, or whatever, but I think this is going to make like a more aggressive side of Wendy come out because she's tired of being pushed around and kind of bullied by these uh baddie girls that are all around. So I think this could be a different, uh a, a different change of direction for Wendy going forward. But the match was pretty good, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I like her in ring. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, mean? I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm more down on her character. That's really what it is. It's no fault of hers. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's doing the best she can. They, they they you know like I said they they got her out of a goddamn onesie, which I couldn't stand. <laughs> that, oh my God, I I just did not like that. So you know they're, they're baby steps. You know Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, but yeah, I I do yeah I do see where you what you're saying with with her with the fake eyelashes and and you know I've had all I can stand is like, I can't stand this no more kind of thing coming from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get Apollo talking about his journey and his upcoming title match. We got a Keanu James promo and interview and Javier Bernal again with another list of challengers. <laughs> uh, one thing I did make note of, there was a uh, Drake Maverick name drop. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then we said something about Drake and, and Mackenzie goes Drake Maverick. So I was like, hmm. You know, I like that guy, too. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him back. Uh, <laughs> Chase, Chase you backstage. Uh, pretty deadly interrupts. Uh, you know, it's Chase you Sands Andre Chase. Uh, so he's not there and Duke uh, gets into it with both of them. And that leads to a uh, uh, then there's like a like a pile on and we get a, you know, uh, what's her face? Uh, Thea is there like a little like the little uh, yippee dog again. <laughs> so so what do you think of all this, uh, you know, outside of the ring stuff? We got Apollo, we got Kiana, Javier and Chase U with Pretty Deadly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I liked uh, Apollo kind of saying he's ready for Braun Breaker and that we official. I think we officially do get the announcement that that match has happened at deadline. So uh, that will be at our next special event coming up uh, that they'll face off with each other. So um, I, I'm kind of – like I said, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm not super-duper excited for it because I'm just – Apollo is just one of those guys that – it just doesn't excite me. I mean, he's good and all, but I just – I'd rather see other guys get that shot. Um, But we'll we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it'll be a good match and they'll prove me wrong. Um, Kiana obviously is trying to get some revenge on Diamond Mine, so it's good to see her kind of go after Ivy and for Ivy to get another uh, kind of show up in there, so... Um, big body hobby coming in, uh, with his big list again, challenge people <laughs> that are still hurt. Um, he even, they even say something about Elon Musk at one point, uh, yeah. he said that he's not paying $8 for the check Mark and <laughs> McKenzie asked him how many followers he said. And he says 2000 million. So, uh, he, he has some good one-liners, but it, it's pretty cringe at the same time. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I did enjoy that for a, a couple of one-liners. Um, but then the Chase U thing, uh, pretty deadly coming after uh, Duke. Uh, I, th- I thought Duke showed him with fire uh, for the for the university uh, to kind of defend him. And uh, even though he was by himself, he kind of stood up to the yeah. uh, Tech Champions
0: yeah. For the U, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like you with Apollo. I'm kind of like, like uh, were they trying to walk back the mistake of bringing him up way too soon to yeah. the main roster from a few years ago? I mean, the guy is solid in the ring. It's just again, yeah, I did kind of like his that that like Nigerian royalty type type thing he was doing for a while. I would like to have seen a little bit more mm-hmm. of that, but I just think they didn't execute as well as they could. But having him down at NXT, it's like a veteran hand, you know, a guy that they could plug in here and there, like a uh, a, a more vanilla version of Truth, I guess maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, he's a, good, he's a good guy to have down there to kind of teach the younger guys uh, or get the younger guys a little bit more uh, okay with the um, the style and all that kind of stuff and kind of help them uh, get a little more comfortable in those situations. But he's just not a guy that excites me. I don't know. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. I, I'm I'm interested for sure.
0: All right. So then we got Ivy Nile versus Keanu James. Both ladies look good in this match. Fallon interferes to cost Keanu the match in a measure of revenge. We get Ivy with the big win. Then we got Diamond Mine and uh Creed Brothers cutting a promo on uh, in the share. I I do really like uh how Ivy is starting to come along now. You know, she was this didn't you really didn't see much of her. She again on elevate or level up, whatever it was called, for for a while. Now she's getting on the main <laughs> show. Now she's you know kind of the al- she's the alpha female, definitely. And they added, you know, Tatum Paxley, I guess, is is part of Diamond Mine now. And she you know, with Roddy being out, and uh, you know, she's kind of, I guess, maybe the de facto voice of reason. And this, mm-hmm. like, I don't know exactly what she was telling the Creeds in there when they were calling out uh, in this year. I guess based on her relationship with Sangha, I guess maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of this uh, this match? In the I think she match?
1: was. I think she was telling them their lines. Uh, it's just, yeah. like, I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> like, um, no, but I, I, I do like that she's getting a little bit more. I love her finisher. I think they call it diamond chain lock. I think it's really – she kind of is a a, a dragon sleeper, but she kind of locks her arms behind her back uh, to get a little more extra pressure. I think it's a really uh, cool move. Um, I do love that she's being featured a little bit more because, like I said in the previous episode, she's one of those that's on level up a lot, but she's definitely featured. She definitely wins a lot, so I'm hoping that that'll eventually transition into the a regular show. Um, it looks like it's going to. Um, but, but I, I think she kind of fell behind the Creed Brothers. I think the Creed Brothers caught on so well, and a lot of people started uh, loving them a lot. So I think she just kind of faded to the background of Diamond Mine for a little bit. And then they brought in Damon. So I'm hoping that now will be the time that she gets to kind of emerge. So uh, I'm, I'm really happy to see all that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree with you. And then we got an Euthyla Dawn promo, establishes her character, basically the witchcraft and, and all that stuff. We got chase you backstage, and Duke uh, tells them about the tag title match, which gets them all excited. We get the uh, long away debut of Scripps, and I was kind of like, eh. <laughs> now, 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 honestly, I did, I, I, I kind of saw that. I saw this live, but we were, uh, you know, cheap plug. Uh, we did our, we were, we, we kind of got, sh- I kinda got short notice that Peacock was now on board uh, at Stream so we kind of scrambled to get a a wrestling watch in uh before Thanksgiving. So we watched the uh, Rumble 90. So I, I had to turn off NXT uh going. So I kind of didn't really get a chance to w- really watch it like I wanted to. And in first I was kind of like, like wh- wh- I was trying to make sense of it. And then I started noticing the <laughs> flippy dippies and I was like, oh, and I look, I kind of look a little closer. I'm like, that, that's Reggie who Mm. i hate i didn't like the character he was a freaking sommelier right uh (laughs) i thought he was okay in the ring he was a guy that like maybe you know if we if if we kind of uh you know repackage him not like this uh we get something i hate the mask um Mm. yeah so so let's before you get to talk about your feelings on scripts what do you think of the iladon uh promo and the whole uh Duke, uh, and telling Andre about the tag titles.
1: Yeah, I, I thought the Isle of Dawn promo was pretty good, uh, obviously talking about why she... I kind of went for Alba Fire, uh, their history and, uh, NXT UK. Um, and that, you know, I, I have, I've no, I noticed over the past few months, but she's the person that was kind of behind the little like technology glitches that they would have throughout the show. So it was good to kind of have a part of, a of oh. kind of left loo- loose thread tied up with that one. Um, it was good to see, uh, fired up, uh, Duke Hudson, uh, getting the, he actually got them a good t- tag title match. And my favorite part about the chase, you, uh, um segments that they do is they'll let andre chase basically say anything so he was like what the fuck are we still doing here let's go (laughs) to the ring so i mean they obviously bleep it out but they'll let him say pretty much anything uh but and they'll just you know bleep it out obviously but it's so it's so funny um but yeah scripts good god Uh, the mask there you go let it, it
0: out, Logan. Let it
1: out. Uh, I didn't want. I did not watch it live, but this is one that I saw on Twitter, and it just got immediately. Yeah, shit.
0: you messaged me. Did you like? Did you see the scripts? you? I said,
1: "This is not at all what I was expecting." Uh, you know, the, they obviously doctored the voice of the, you know, the phone calls that were coming into the performance center from this character. Uh, you know, they made it sound real deep. So, I mean, I just. I was thinking it was going to be like a bigger guy. I, I just I, I didn't imagine Reggie in a mask that looks like C-Clopé from WCW. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's not at all what I was uh, looking at. And, you know, I feel like he's supposed to be intimidating. Uh, that's the vibe that I got from the promos. But he's supposed to be like eloquent and he still does all the like Reggie uh, moves in the ring, so it's just it's just, just doesn't work for me. And he does all this little penmanship like little hand strokes
0: when he's you know dancing around the ring. It it just
1: it it uh, it's awful.
0: It just didn't yeah, hit with I, me. I, I was expecting like like a badass like you know rebel revolutionary. You know instead we get a a, a calligrapher basically. Yeah, so I, I was like, ooh, I'm making these. Oh no, it's it's
1: the only uh, thing. The only thing that I did like is that, like, it seems like after every one of his matches, he's gonna write like a note and put it on his opponent's chest. But the way that it got there and who it is and what it looks like, not a fan.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Sean Hbk, whoever whoever did this. I just, yeah, this was, this is probably one of the bigger disappointments of of NXT recently. And it's not against the guy. It's just the gimmick is just it just doesn't work. I mean, I mean, I would. Repackage Reggie, maybe put him in a tag team Or something like that, maybe But, this, this, yeah, this was not what This was not what I ordered Basically <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I see these promos This was not I asked what for I no was onions. expecting <laughs> you know, I, I was expecting Like, you know, a superhero Instead of a guy, I got a cartoon or something like that, You know what
1: I mean And, and with that on top of Axi- like Axiom I feel like I'm the same way on It's just, it didn't work for me, bro <laughs> uh,
0: no, no, not good uh, then we get another, uh, we get Schism come out for a promo and they, they basically sit at a table and crap all over Thanksgiving. They pull someone out of the crowd, obviously a mark, and they uh, they end up putting him through a table. Then we get a Trick Williams interview with Wesley interrupting and basically talks Trick into staying uh, backstage for the North American title match uh, later on in the show. So what'd you think of the Schism promo and what'd you think of uh, the Trick Williams thing?
1: Yeah the whole uh shooting on uh... Uh, Thanksgiving was kind of a, a weird weird way to go, but I think it worked for him. I think it was a good promo. Uh, they they renamed Thanksgiving into something else. I can't remember exactly what the word was, uh, but it was something Invictus. I want to say, but it was it was a uh, it was a good promo. It was a good you know. I think Ava still sounded good on the mic. sounded very confident in what she did. So uh, she's the one that I'm much interested in going forward to see how much she grows and continues to push forward. I, I'm interested to see when she finally gets in the ring. Um, but, uh, I did like that Wes, uh, semi <laughs> convinced trick to stay in the back that Carmelo couldn't do it by him, couldn't do it by himself. And that, uh, he kind of convinced him to stay in the back to show that Carmelo could do it on his own. But, uh, yeah, a couple good segments.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, I really like that. And, and again, it's more, uh, Wes, uh, coming into his own. Uh, I think then we get, uh, Zoe Stark, uh, first full heel match versus Saul Ruka, Ruka. And she's like I said, she's still green, but she—I think she's got a really big upside. I do like the character for Zoe. Zoe wins with basically like a knockout finisher. You know, Saul got a lot of offense in in this. It was mm-hmm. kind of a showcase for her. But at the end of the day, you know, Zoe just took care of business. And then we get Nikita finally showing up to uh, to get some retribution in uh, quite the interesting outfit. Uh is very. Uh, it seems like her and Caden uh, Carter were uh, you know. From what they were wearing, they were they had just gotten off shifts at a local gentleman's club. Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, what what would you think of uh, this match with Zoe versus Saul?
1: Uh, I I do like you said. I think it was a very good showcase for Saul. Uh, as much as it it was probably supposed to be a showcase for Zoe's heel turn but i think she gave a lot as much as in her promo she was like i'm tired of giving the the new kids all all of the, all of my help and all of my uh you know advice and stuff like that so i feel like she gave a lot for this uh greener younger talent uh that she went up against uh I mean, I'm sure she did that more as like her professional self and as she did the character of Zoe Stark. But uh I thought it was a really well well done match for what was basically supposed to be uh, a squash and uh I like your comparison of their outfits after the match. I thought that was pretty funny, so that's a good one.
0: <laughs> yeah, when I saw a King Carlos, I was like, What 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 are we doing here? I mean I mean Nikitas wasn't at bad, but it was it was just it was just interesting. <laughs> um so then we got, uh, you know, another, uh, we go outside, basically, and Idris and Malik invite Vaughn, Wagner, and Stone to come out with them. Von ends up beating them up and rips the sweater. And we're, well, Odyssey, who shows up really late to not even do anything. <laughs> yeah. And then and we get a, a really good Charlie Dempsey promo. I, I really love this on how he's old school, how tough he is, how, you know, uh, he, serious he is. I I. Really love this promo. Like he's an old school. He's like a younger, good looking version of Timothy Thatcher, basically. Uh, I was I was getting that vibe from him. But what do you think of the uh, the stuff with uh, Von Wagner and the guys and and the Charlie Dempsey promo?
1: Yeah, it kind of keeps your mind on Von Wagner that he can't kind of take take out take out this tag team and maybe we'll see something going forward with uh, him and Odyssey Uh, Odyssey just coming back maybe that'll be a big match that they can build towards uh, to kind of get him more established in that higher part of the card. Uh, But the Dempsey stuff was great. Uh, The promo was great. It was it was calling back to how he's kind of old school, talking about how he enjoyed watching the, a, a lot of the older guys wrestle and kind of took a lot of stuff from their uh, styles and and such things like that. But, uh, yeah, just great and well done.
0: All right. Then we go on to Chase U versus Pre Deadly for the tag titles, where the story of this match was uh, Duke kept, uh, you know, being absent for whenever Andre tried to make the tag. Thea is taken out uh, by Pretty Deadly by mistake. We get a, a good hot tag action from Duke when he finally does get in, then he tags in Chase when Chase was still recovering, and then hits him by yeah. accident, which leads to Pretty Deadly uh, hitting their finisher, uh, which is spilt milk, right, I think it's called? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I I thought this was a solid match. I mean, Andre was in there for a long time. This is what I, I I was meaning when I said... This is a guy that you really gonna just you just have to beat the living crap out of him to keep him down because he's the uh-huh. uh, the plucky you know go getter like you can't you know beat the the my uh, my my will my spirit out of me like like uh-huh. the opposite of McDonough where it's like you got to keep me down because I'm crazy so I, I enjoyed this good storytelling moves the uh, the Duke and Chase you stuff forward uh, what'd you think of the match
1: yeah I feel like Chase is one of those guys that's never gonna take it or never gonna take a Opportunity to be on TV for granted. I feel like if he knows he's in a spot, he's going to make the best of it. and He's going to do everything he can to do the best that he he could possibly do. Uh, but this is good, more progression for the whole chase you thing for Duke Hudson uh, as it goes forward. He's obviously trying to be a team player, but he also wants to make sure that all of his uh, compatriots are are doing well. And that you know, obviously Hale gets knocked down at some point. He tries to save her and make sure she's okay. Okay, but obviously he's leaving Chase in the ring at the same time, uh, to kind of get beat up a little bit more. But um yeah, I thought this was really well because i s I wouldn't have been super excited seeing this match if it had been announced beforehand, but I think it pulled off really well and I think they did a good job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It builds to the uh you know, Pretty Deadly has a solid outing and it and it builds the uh the whole Chase U storyline going forward. So I thought it was very effective. Mm-hmm. and we get um Footage from a, a, a recent live event where Roxanne is doing a TikTok with Nikita and Indy shows up and starts with her. And we get, uh, you know, Wesley walking backstage to Tony D. We catch a glimpse of him. We get Nikita approaching Katana and Caden backstage to uh, set up a six-woman tag match, which will be coming in the next episode. Then we get a North American title match. We get Carmella. Carmelo hey, sorry, versus Wesley. I thought it was really great action, back and forth, an impressive win. For Wesley at the end DiJack shows up with I really love the uh it's not the Titan Tron I don't know what you would call it the NXT Tron uh with with the uh, kind of the uh the, the prison the jail cell thing go and he's got a new look and he takes out Wesley so I thought that was really solid to end the show I think uh this might be it for Carmelo we may see him a little bit more but I think he is as good as gone as well. So, uh, what do you think of uh, the little stuff with Roxanne and um, in Indy? You know, we get the setup for the six woman tag match and then the North American title match with the close of the show.
1: Yeah, the, just a continued uh, a possible here hill turn of uh, Indy Hartwell going forward. Uh, they obviously want this to be a featured part of the product as they've shown it almost every week. And they even show this clip from a live event and Electra is kind of loving it and seeing it uh, from a distance. So um, that's a good, but it's a good feature for all three of those talents to kind of have that little spot. Um, Interested to see the Caden Carter chance and Nikita team uh, going uh, for the six men the next week against toxic attraction. That could be a really good match. And then uh, Carmelo Hayes, obviously, uh his thing is that he doesn't miss and he didn't miss on this one. Uh Wesley definitely brought his end as well. Uh I think these guys just have a really good chemistry with each other. They have very compatible styles. Um I, I just think they really busted out a good one here. And I'm glad I was glad to see uh Wesley actually win and I'm hoping either like you said, maybe Carmelo goes to the main roster, or he kind of elevates himself and goes for Braun, and maybe we get a Braun-Carmelo match eventually. So, um, But it was good to see uh, Jack actually debut as well. So I'm kind of surprised they de- debuted both kind of like, you know, the vignette guys at the same time. I think it's cool that they did that as well, but I kind of would have maybe staggered that a little bit at the same time, but I was really happy to see DiJack back. And I'm really excited to see what he does going forward on this, on this brand, obviously.
0: Yeah. I think if they had a little bit more TV time weekly, I think they could spread things. Yeah. out. I think they, they probably have to group stuff together because they are trying to accomplish a lot and not don't have a lot of time to do it in sometimes. So I think yeah, that's right. maybe why they, they uh, compound some stuff. Uh, all right. So I thought it was a solid month of television. Um, yeah, I think they're on a, on a good run here. They're in they there's some transitioning going on because I think they they're starting to uh you know obviously build up some some women. On uh, definitely on the women's side they're going to be building up some because I think there's going to be some losses soon uh on that on that roster. But uh let's talk about stock up stock down. So let's let's go kind of go with some some uh wrestlers or superstars that their stock is up after this month of television. Uh, Logan, why don't you give us your first, your first one?
1: Um, Wesley is definitely one. Uh, mm-hmm. In the first episode, he was featured in the tag title match with uh, the. The world, the world champion of this brand. They, I don't know if you technically consider the NXT title yeah. world championship, but it's the highest title of this uh, brand that we're talking about. So he was featured in that. With him, I think he was in the, uh, you know, the contract signing. I thought he did really well on that, and then in the match, uh, I think he did really well as yeah. well. So
0: Yeah, I, I had him. I had him noted three of the four episodes under my stock up column. column. Um, I'm going to say Ivy Nile. Is one of mine mm-hmm. she got a lot of good character work had a had a nice win on tv uh, i think the, she's coming along um you know do they need a secondary belt for the women i don't know i mean but when you have somebody like uh mandy who's just holding it for so long i don't think we're gonna have like uh somebody once ever mandy does lose which i i don't think is going to be probably for another two months at least um you know, they need something else for the other women, the other singles women, to compete with. Uh, you know, so that's that's my uh, one of my uh, stock ups. You got uh, any other stock ups?
1: Um, I, you know, just the debut of uh, just a of debuts. I'll, I'll blow them together. But uh, Isla Dawn, I thought she looked really good in her debut. I'm interested to see where she goes forward. And Die Jack um, coming in this last episode, and I, I'm really, really interested to see where he goes and what they kind of do with him obviously it seems like he's going to go after wesley at first uh we'll kind of see where it goes as the tv progresses but i'm very interested to see where he uh he ends up
0: yeah uh i'm gonna go with a couple of uh kind of character changes so to speak i got zoe stark Mm -hmm. uh i thought the heel turn came off well i think she's uh gonna be a force to be reckoned with for a while and in the share i think they're they're a brawl in tag team they're finally looks like they're getting on the same page um so i'm excited to see uh what, what direction uh, those guys go in because i think they're going to get the belts at some point as well uh mm-hmm. i don't know who who i don't think they'll be the ones to take it from pretty deadly i think somebody else will uh mm-hmm. who, who that is i don't know uh okay so you any any other stock ups or you want to move on to stock down
1: um, maybe an honorable mention to uh Indy, just their progression mm-hmm. to towards maybe this heel character. I think I think she was featured a good bit and uh, I think that's good for her. So um but yeah, maybe just an honorable mention in her
0: her area. Okay, so stock down, Javier Bernal. <laughs> don't like the guy at all. I don't like his character, I don't like the the backstage stuff. It is it is kind of amusing, but in in a like kind of like that's a dumb thing way. Uh, so, I just got, maybe the guy will change my mind at some point, but for right now, yeah, I think uh, stock down. You have, uh, what's your first uh, stock down?
1: Andy I'm Big Body Javi. How dare you?
0: <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not comparing people to Brian Danielson. For
1: yeah, out. I guess that's Jeez. true. I'm sorry. Jesus. Uh, I'm <laughs> on stock down because I made that. I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, uh hate to throw out the obvious here, but uh, Scripps is uh, yeah. stock down because that did not go well. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. <laughs>
0: uh, I, this is kind of a surprising name just because it's like we've been here, done that before, and, and she hasn't had a match on television this month. Roxanne Perez, where's she been? Yeah, you know, uh, that's a good one. and I heard Indy were buddies, and now Indy's like, you know, getting heelish, and and it's gonna turn on her. Didn't we just see that with Corey Jade? Uh, she, you know, yeah. she's got to learn how to be a little bit better judge of character. I think
1: <laughs> she needs to uh, stop being friends with these assholes. Yeah,
0: yeah stop being <laughs> friends with assholes, basically. Um, <laughs> any any other stock downs you got?
1: Uh, I mean, I know we liked that she kind of took out each of the toxic attraction members mm-hmm, before I she know faced doing, Mandy, yeah. but. But Alba Fire kind of failed at the title match again. So uh, as much as she did good stuff at the beginning of the month, not cashing in on that uh, toxic attraction, interference uh, last moment standing match. Obviously she got screwed because she got taken out by somebody else, but the fact that she didn't pull through and actually win the title uh, kind of disappointed me. So uh, I'll give that one a stock down. Um, all
0: right. I'm going to say Briggs and Jensen. Mm-hmm. I think they're kind of their moment in the sun is, is past. Uh, unless they they have some kind of character mm-hmm. change with them, you know, maybe Ala give them the dark jeans like they did with the smoking guns kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I i think uh they're they're going to be more of a, a a comedy team, so to speak, going forward. I, I that they'll be uh, fodder for other teams. I think that's kind of the role they're going to sell in for at least for a while. So I, I'm going to say their stock is down right now.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, that's do, a good that's a good one. I I agree with you. Um... I thought with the you know them being the NXT UK champions, they were starting to you know kind of treat them a little bit more seriously, but it seems that they've kind of fallen back into this uh, you know. Uh, Jensen is kind of the goofball that always is looking at the ladies and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, Briggs is the serious one that, uh, tries to keep Jensen in line, but, uh, it, yeah, it seems like they've kind of fallen back into being a comedy team. So kind of disappointing, but yeah. I don't, re- I don't really have anybody else stocked down. I think a lot of people came off pretty well, but do you have anybody else?
0: Uh, I just thought, uh, having Idris and Malik get beat up. Because this is a tag team mm-hmm. we're just starting to learn a little bit about, and then they get the shit kicked out of them by one guy. <laughs> I'll be in a big guy, but <laughs> yeah. I, I just I don't know. Maybe it makes them more sympathetic, especially with the with the adding the touch of the sweater vest getting ripped off. Yeah, but you know, and and Wendy Chu, you know, losing like she did to to Cora. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully there's somewhat of a character change on tap for her. Because I do, I do think she's solid in the ring. I, I do. I like her. I just, I just don't think the character's got legs. That's all. That's mm. all there is to it.
1: Yeah, I think, I think she's definitely headed for something different uh, yeah. with the way that match ended and how she was kind of crying afterwards. I think she's gonna kind of be over everybody's shit at this point and, and kind of stand up for herself. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind her at some point being on the main roster and putting her with Ilya. It's like some kind of badass, you know. Uh, you Know Asian woman tag team. I mean, we had the Kabuki Warriors. I, uh, oh, uh, my beloved Kairi Sane. I, <laughs> I love, I love me some Kyrie Sane. I thought she was adorable. I and then when she was evil, oh my god, I thought, oh, right, yeah. So, I, I do, I do miss her. She's great in the ring. I'm hoping we see her at some rumbles here and there, but uh, I could see her and and Zaya because Zaya is somebody also that you know was brought up and. She hadn't she hadn't done that much at NXT, yeah. and I'd like to see a little bit more because you know under Vince they they turned her like three friggin times. it was like she was like the Big Show they turned her like three friggin times in a <laughs> matter of like weeks. It's like what the hell's happening here?
1: Whatever fit the fit the storyline. So, yeah, yeah,
0: basically you know it's her and uh and uh what's her face um the, the, the sassy Southern Belle who's now the Marine.
1: Um, oh uh, Lacey Evans.
0: Yeah, yeah Lacey. I, I I have brain fart. Sorry. Uh, yeah, like they keep just. Yeah, that's one thing I'm glad we're not going to hopefully not see much of is like, are they're healed this week. They're faith, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Let's, mm-hmm. uh, let's stay solid people. All right. So uh, overall though, uh, let's talk about thoughts on Booker T in his first month as a color commentator. Like I may have mentioned, I, I kind of like Booker here. I, I, I think him being with developmental is a better fit for him because mm-hmm. he doesn't have to be as serious. Yeah. He could be more uh, in his Booker T ridiculousness isms (laughs) so to speak with the shucky ducky and and crack crack and flippy dippies or whatever he's gonna say um i'm okay with that here and i like that we got um you know Wade up to the up to smackdown so um what what, what are your thoughts on booker as the uh, color commentator so far
1: yeah I, i think he came across really well in that contract signing that he did with wes and uh carmelo i i i Struggle with him being very genuine in his uh, commentary because I think he just sometimes it seems like he gets really excited about something that's either not really that exciting or it just seems like it comes off as really forced in some situations. So I struggle with that a little bit, but I think, like you just said, I think him being down in NXT allows him to maybe get away with some of his little zany wackiness that he can pull out. So I'm willing to give it a little bit more time, but. uh, and I know I'll make my uh, podcast father, uh, Sean Kidd, very proud with uh, saying that uh, Booker T has not been my favorite commentator. Yeah,
0: I was going <laughs> <was kind> of <laughs> uh, yeah, he... to But
1: I'm willing to let it, uh, you know, uh, marinate a little bit more, and uh, maybe I'll, I'll come around on him. But not not the hugest fan yet, but he's not, like, the most annoying or anything either, so.
0: Yeah, he's – I mean, look, JBL showed some goofiness at times with <laughs> some stuff. So, I mean, not, not as bad as Booker T, but it does happen with some of these guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, like I said, I think like, if they're going to have him somewhere, this is the best place to put him.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right, for sure, 100%. All
0: right, so we we kind of mentioned a little bit uh, earlier, anyone we got heading up soon be, uh, between now and, we'll say, the the first of the year?
1: Uh, Grimes, uh, Cameron Grimes, 100% will be in, on the main roster by the, either the end of this year or the beginning of next. Uh, he's 100% going up, for
0: sure. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Um, I, I really don't see anybody else, but I think there's going to be, come WrestleMania season, I think there's going to be a bunch we'll talk about later, like Alba, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, uh, JD McDonald is one that, that he could come out of nowhere, him going up to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carmelo is in the discussion. Obviously, Toxic Attraction will be in discussion once, yeah. mm-hmm. once Mandy loses, which I think she's definitely holding it at least till the Rumble weekend with the uh, takeover. I think she's not I, I'm convinced now if, if, if there's a title match, even if it's somebody like like who we think is going to win, like Alba on, mm-hmm. on an NXT episode, she ain't losing it on NXT. She's had the belt for so long, it's going to have to happen at a, at a takeover or mm-hmm. whatever they call them, you know, main events, whatever these are. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on, on Iron Survivor that, that we didn't really talk about?
1: Nah, I mean I think we discussed it pretty well. I, I'm interested to see the concept and, and practice, but um it, it- you know, a lot of people were very confused, um, by, by how it was described, but, uh, I, I think it'll, I think once it's put into practice and it, people kind of see it on TV, it'll be something that'll be enjoyed. And the Creed brothers are the only other person that you didn't mention that I could see being on the main roster oh, for yeah. too long. So, um, other than that, you got them pretty much all down pat. I think that's pretty much the next class that's going to go up. So.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, cool. And then, um, we really don't know much about Deadline outside of because they haven't announced the um, the participants in the Iron Survivor match. So I really don't have any kind of uh, predictions or thoughts on Deadline. Do you have any thing?
1: I don't. Yeah, I was, like you said, they're going to announce the the participants in, in, in that match uh, on this next episode that airs uh, the night after we record this, obviously. Um, we're going to have Cruz and uh, Braun Breaker, of course. I think we may get the Indus uh Creed Brothers match there as okay. well. But um, maybe maybe we get Isla Dawn and uh, Albafire, but I think that might be more of a TV match at the same time. But uh, uh, they could add a, a North American title match. Maybe they do DiJack Wesley, or maybe they'll do... I, I don't, I'm not real sure, but uh, I know we're getting the two Iron Survivor matches and Braun and Apollo. But other than that, they could go a couple different directions. Yeah,
0: maybe a women's tag title match. Maybe Yes, yeah, attraction true. gets one more shot at it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, and maybe even win it. You know, nobody's won the, the belts three times. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, could be. I don't. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Cool. Yeah, like I said, solid month of television. We got a, a, I guess, a, a NXT Premium live event coming. So yeah, uh, we we're gonna be back to uh, to break all that down in about a month from now because uh, we got the uh, also talk about the lead up to the uh, to the Rumble. Well,
1: mm-hmm. who
0: who from from NXT? That's that's homework for you, Logan. Between now and then, <laughs> okay. is, is who who do we think from NXT could appear in the Royal Rumble this year on both sides, the men and the women. All right. So uh before we say goodnight though, uh anything you want to uh plug your social media is anything you want to direct people that you've done lately?
1: Um I, I've got a bunch of channels on this uh place of nature wrestling feed. So um I, I'm just gonna run through them real quick. Uh YouTube Roulette uh wrestling chicken salad uh highway to the impact zone is the main one that i host we are just now getting into 2006 uh impact uh we'll be doing final resolution 2006 on our next episode uh seven months of dangers on the north south connection we kind of finished the year uh the year ends worth of episodes on our last recording session um popcorn chicken salad uh Starflation, um, obviously, this show as uh, you're listening to, and then I, I'm gonna be on an episode of ruthlessly Aggressive coming up. So I've got a pretty busy schedule coming up, but I'm excited to get in some more of the stuff that we're gonna talk about on some of those episodes. So you're gonna be hearing a lot of lot of Logan, so <laughs> hey,
0: nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? So, uh, as for me, uh, I do appear here uh, on the wrestling network occasionally. I do have a couple of shows that have been on prolonged hiatuses which is uh, evolution which is the breakdown of a legendary wrestler's career those are deep dives <laughs> long shows and then wrestling uh, great debate and maybe uh, I'll return to the wrestling edition of May- making Mount Rushmore we'll see but my primary home is on the feed that I actually uh, am the proprietor of that is the Pro- place nation Pro rest uh, pop feed so eh, I'm so confused uh, <laughs> but yeah check check me out uh, you know we have the uh, video jukebox song of the day that drops every weekday uh, I'm usually on there two to three times a week uh, just doing a little live watch pop blast of, of a great music video great song who knows whatever uh, but they are a lot of fun great way to prop, uh, start your day I have several podcasts on there I have the new comic show that I do with Sean, Tim, and Shiflet called "Traitors of the Lost Ark," where we talk about a uh, comics run, a short run. We just did Cap Wolf in our first episode, and the second episode will be dropping probably uh, right before Christmas time. Uh, we also have Pop Goes the Classics Disney. Our next episode. Will be Hercules as we go through the animated features. Uh, recently, dropped the sixth episode of the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, Muppetational podcast. Myself, and Miranda Berthold, talking about all things Muppets, especially season. We finished up season one of the Muppet Show, and lots of other shows. We have two uh, group watch episodes of Laugh Laughing Theater coming out for Christmas. We're going to be watching Office Christmas Party as well as A Christmas Story with different. Uh, guest featured on those so you'll have to tune in to hear who will be on them I think Logan will be on one of them and there could be a family feud erupting on that episode so um, we'll have to wait and see but I think it's going to be a really fun time and also Stream Lounge check out Stream Lounge Uh, I am on there under Blockbuster Rewatch and Laughing Theater, where I am doing... Uh, I'm finishing up the MCU right now under Blockbuster Rewatch, and I'm also doing Pixar live watches under Laugh in Theater, but I have more stuff coming under both. And also, as I mentioned earlier in the show, Peacock is now onboarded on Streamlounge, which means we can do WWE shows. So there's going to be a lot more uh, wrestling live watches on Streamlounge, so keep an eye on the social medias for that, on Facebook, on Twitter, everywhere. Uh, you're going to see Logan. I'm sure you'll be on there doing some. A lot of people from right. the uh, Place of a Nation family, and as well as the North South Connection, will uh, will start doing some fun live watches. We got one out of the way. We did have some uh, technical difficulties and hiccups, but once we got through that, we had a really great time. It was myself, Tim Capel, until his uh, his microphone died or his headphones died. Uh, I had Steve Riddle and Keith Langston. We watched Survivor Series 1990 which I love that show. It is just, there are so many great talking points and incoherent promos, <laughs> the gobbledygooker undertaker's debut. It was, it was a lot of fun. We had a really nice uh, group in there. Uh, if you're not familiar with stream lounge, it's streamlounge.io. Go check it out because it's a fun place to do live watches. And eventually uh, lately, later on, we will release them as podcasts. The guys who run it are, are great and everybody is very excited and it's just going to be a lot of fun. And I told the guys over there, like, be careful what you wish for. Because, uh, you know, you're not, <laughs> we're going to be the guests that wouldn't leave, if any of you are old enough to remember that SNL skit from the 70s. All right, cool. So, Logan, thanks again for 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 talking NXT with me for for an evening. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a great time. Uh, thank you all for listening out there to our second episode. We'll be back in about a month's time and break down deadline, as well as the next month of NXT Television for... Logan Croslin, I am Andy. Thank you for listening to Who's Next, and we'll check you out on the next episode. Take care.